Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Duttering Spring Board. And today, Brian Nolan interviews Connor Quinn, a seventh ward commissioner for for Haverford Township. Connor is a person who stutters. And for for most stutterers, public speaking is their biggest fear. However, for and for Connor, he makes his voice heard to the community. He is also a very strong advocate for others in the in the community who stutter. He lives by the motto don't run away when things get tough. This has served him well. For Connor, it's it's not about being associated with a a political party. It's about making a difference. Take a listen. Thank you, Jack. Welcome to the Stuttering Springboard, a podcast put on by the Noel Stuttering Foundation. Uh, we really focus on helping young people spring to the next level, um, going into high school, college, and professional career. And um, so we like to interview people who have had a, a journey in stuttering, um, who are in various uh places in their life. Uh, and today we've got a, uh, a politician uh, on board. His name is Connor Quinn. Uh, Connor was elected to the seventh ward commissioner in 2019. He's a lifelong resident of Haverford Township and attended St. Leo University in Tampa. Uh, he's also a, a co-owner of the Kettle Restaurant here in uh, the Havertown area. Um, he has attended commissioner meetings since since high school, obviously gaining a great interest in it. He's been active in this community for years, serving as a board member for the Friends of Grange, board members of the Billy Lake ALS Research Foundation, uh, the Monsignor Bonner Hall of Fame Committee, and the Philadelphia chapter of the National Stuttering Association. Um, so f- for most people, the idea of speaking in public and being a politician is tough. For most people who stutter, the idea of speaking in public and being a politician is unimaginable. Uh, so this should be a fun conversation. Um, welcome, Connor. Oh, thank, thanks, Brian. It's great, great to be be to be here and great to talk with you and tell uh, and tell 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 everybody about or uh, my story. Well, so to, to that extent, can you tell us a little bit about the role of commissioner of the seventh ward? What does that mean? And what is the role that you do there? Yes, um, the township here is made up of nine wards and all nine wards elect um, a commissioner and, um, and we are in charge of of uh, to uh, 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 well to oversee the town to oversee the um the laws and and uh 
like the police, police department, the trash, like all that, that stuff falls on us. Like we're the ones who, who um, prepare for the amount that we will spend, that we will pass to spend every year to give to, to, to our police and to give to um, the works department or a, or a department and stuff like that. And, and um, we oversee the employees that work for the town, 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 the um, township as well. Interesting. So you, you basically a, a, a complaint department. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. I get, uh, I get um, lot, lots of calls um, a week. And um, as we all know, as the one that's stutters a lot of time, the fear is to talk on the phone. <laughs> ah, so what what does a typical day as commissioner look like? Um, uh, well, the good thing is it's a part time job. That's the mm. thing where we where um where uh, where you can get calls at uh, at uh, well at uh, any time of other day. Like if their trash is not picked 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 up, they give give you a call. If um if uh. There's some some somebody that just wants to um, talk talk to you more about um, like a tree that needs to be cut 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 down that falls on um, the town 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 township land. They give give you a call if there's something wrong in a park or a field. They give you a call. So <laughs> uh, um, and and so you get elected to 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 this position. How often do you run? What's the term? Oh, I'm actually up again now. And oh, um, the term, yeah, the term is uh, four years. So I was elected uh, four years ago. And now I'm run, run, running again for a term again. And in when you run for these jobs, you you actually have to run on a political part, 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 party side, which I don't like because I don't think that that should be involved in a community um, job mm. like, like this. I don't care if you're a D or an R, what does that have to do with a stop, stop sign or, or, or your tra trash to get pig, 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 or um, picked up. So that's how I've... Um, I've played along with this job is that's how I, I, I'm always, I don't care if I get a call from an R or a D, I will respond to their calls and, and I don't care what, what they, or who, who they vote, vote for, even, even if they didn't vote for, 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 for me, you know, the past. I like that. I like that. That's, uh, I think our country needs more people to think that way and not to be so uh, divided. Um, so do, do you have stiff competition? Uh, yeah, I'm up against um, this. This uh, my opponent is the same as the one I ran against la last time around. So, I so I'm just ho ho hoping to um, that that everybody sees that I've done a fair job and I've worked for everybody. And I um, I hope that a lot that may may that may not have voted for me in the past will will uh, consider to vote for for me th this time around. So, do do you need to do any um, public speaking with respect to campaigning? How yeah, you campaign? like you go, yeah, you go around to doors and you uh, knock 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 on doors. This time around, it's not as 
it's still scary, scary, but it's not as scary as I remember the first time I, um, I decided to run for this job and was not knocking on doors. And the first week I did it, I'm like, what am I do, 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 do doing? Why would I want to do, do this? <laughs> you know, the, the, the first knock is the hardest. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. The first door. Yep. It's like anything you do like that. Uh, well, I, you put, put me in mind when I was a kid and I, and I had a paper out and uh, I had to every Friday knock on doors and collect money. And uh, I used to I used to practice it in my room. I remember being a dollar thirty-five, so I practiced knocking on the door saying, "Collect," and uh, I felt like the uh, tax man. And it, of course, it was hard for me to get out the words. Um, so I, I see, you know, you were elected in two thousand nineteen. Mm -hmm. uh, really interested in the decision process that you went through in deciding to run, and how how did the fact that you stutter play into that decision? Was there a lot of self-talk and back and forth in your mind? And what ultimately influenced you? I always remember um, just from being a kid and trying not to run away, wave, 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 wave from things when they get tough. And I thought that that uh, when when I turned 18, I decided, decided to start to attend all like all these meetings and I and um I would go, and at that point, I didn't ever think that I would like would want to run for this job. But as years went went on, I was like, I think I could do do this job. But then I was like, but there's one thing that might hold like hold me back, and that's my my and that's my my speech. So I think I would try to hide my speech more than in anything. I think I would try to do what we all do. We try to find words to say that will hide the stuttering and and uh, and I think I did that more. And then I remember I went to a meet, meeting when I decided to run, and it was in May. And I got up to speak, and I stuttered my butt off. And you know what? I didn't care because at that point I was like, "I'm in it. If if this is if this is what I'm going to do, then everybody has to know." And I and I remember a lot of pe people were shocked. Because they because they didn't know because because I hid hid this and I've known these people for 10, 12, 12, 12 years and they were all shocked. But I think I'll, I think that at that time when I spoke, I got a confidence in me that I did not ever ever have before. I think. You know, two things come to mind when you say that. The first one is um, a term I, I use all the time. The only way out is through it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So the only way out is to is to get up and do it. But then the second thing is you were being authentic, and um, that may have helped you win. Mm -hmm. They saw a, they saw a authentic candidate up there uh, that was obviously choosing words carefully um, yeah. because words um, words are harder to say. So you're going to say what matters, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so what that that decision, well, you you said something. Let me just go back. You said um, you never like to run away when things get tough. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Because uh, I feel like a lot of us who stutter spent childhood and years running away from tough situations because it was easier to to 
run away and not talk than to, to be found out. So where did that think, come from? That I think that goes with life and stuff. Like, I think we all have issues in life. Like, I think that more came from, um, from when I would go to church and everybody would say, how could you go, go, go to church? How could you believe in, in this church after the abuse and all that, that stuff that has gone on over the years? And I would always say, when things get tough, don't run away. And that's what I believe with everything. Like you can't run away, away from the issues. You can't run away, away from your fears. You can't run away from anything. So I feel like a lot of us who stutter spent a while on the sidelines looking in to get into the game. And we're wondering whether we can play in a fluent world. And so this decision, do you, do you remember that, that moment like, Damn the torpedoes, uh, which in this case, torpedo referencing your stutter. Damn the torpedoes, I'm doing this thing. Do you remember? Yeah, I just, I just remember it. Like, I just remember like seeing the way things were being run in uh, the town over the years, and I just thought thought about it. I'm like, I'm not gonna let this keep keep me from do, 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 doing this. I have more to offer than I think a lot a lot of others. And I can be a voice for even ones that that have this speed speech, this speed this speech issue too. So I uh, thought that that could could it help too? Is like, as I've had, I've had some people I know who 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 or, or uh, who stutter, and they're like, I could not ever do do well do the job that you do. It was just you have to speak to everybody every day. <laughs> wild. Well, so so when you finished that talk, you you mentioned you got up and people were looking at you. First time after you were done, did anybody come up to you and and say anything about your speech? Um, a lot were like a, a, a lot were amazed. They were like, "I didn't ever know," and I don't ever, and I don't even care. Like that's what they were were mm -hmm. like. I think I was the more self conscious one of all all this. And I don't think everybody else was, but the cool, cool thing thing was, and uh, and um, this was cool because my whole fam or my family knew that I was go, going to get, get get up and talk. So everybody came, like my dad, my step stepmom, my sisters, my brother, like everybody came just to watch me speak, to support board me, and I I. Just thought that that was cool too because I didn't expect everybody to go. I said I'm going to speak for the first time, and I'm scared out of my mind. And everybody came. So, so now, uh, do you disclose your stutter in advance? Yeah, to constituents. Yeah. Yes, I think I've also had um, a lot say like when I always post about or am I stuttering online and stuff. Um, I always hear like some right or, or, or some right. Hey, no, nobody cares anymore. Like, like you got through 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 it. We don't even know, notice this anymore. So it's like, so I thought that that's great to hear too. You, do you have a general thought about disclosure? Like, in, uh, cause we, I mean, we, you said it too. We spent a lifetime hiding from it, not disclosing it. And when you disclose it, at least for me, it, 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 the, the freedom that it gave me, the, the feeling of I'm finally being myself 
you know, right? So, but yet it's so hard to convince young people to disclose. What's your your thoughts on disclosure in general? I think that that's important. I think in uh, today's world now, I think it's more, it's, it's, it, it, I think more pe people accept it now than as opposed to years ago. Now everybody's like, oh, well, or, or, or uh, you stutter, or they're more like, if you start to get a block, they'll sit there and wait till you're done as a, as compared to a few years ago when everybody would just like to say what you're going to say. <laughs> and we all know that that annoys the heck out of us when everybody wants to, um, to, to, to f finish what you said. <laughs> so in terms of impacting your role as commissioner, how would you say it's impacted your role? And then I want to ask you how it's changed you as a person be being commissioner. Uh, how, how is it, uh, changed you? I think it, I think it, I think it also, uh, it, it changed, cha changed me because it made me, um, more confident in things. Like I'm not, I'm not scared as much now. And, and I, I wouldn't say scared cause I wasn't that scared before, but now I don't, I, I think like I can go to a door and I can stutter and I don't even, I, I don't even care. I don't, I, I just, I, they, they wait for, 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 for me to get done. And I think that, I think, and I think that it's helped me to, uh, to be, better um, uh, communicate or with others than I would in the past. Interesting. Bring us back to when you were young. I want to, I want to understand how stuttering impacted your world at, at different phases in life. And one of the questions I love uh, to ask is, um, what would you tell your grade school self? What would you tell your high school self? What would you tell your college self and then career self? How, let's go back to when you were, um, oh, let's say fifth, fifth grade, sixth grade. What was the impact? I'll actually go had? back to before. For, for that, because that's where a a uh, real tough story like story took place. Is I was in uh, second grade, and um, there were some kids who would um, who would bully me and stuff because of uh, my speech, and um, it was real tough. Where I had to switch switch schools, and I switched schools and. I would say that that was the best thing that ever ha hap happened to me is to switch schools because a lot of the kids at the new new school, um, the cat cat the um, Catholic school I switched switched to, they they had my back and they were and they knew what ha happened at got the last last school and everybody was more like was night night was night was night sort of about about this stuff and um i thought that that was real cool and all those ones from my grade then from my class then are still some of my best friends in another world so did the, those friends in grade school go to the same catholic high school that you went to 
A lot did, yeah. And then some when when they went to school around here, went to have ha when they went to Haverford, but others when they went to other schools. But we all remain close mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that I, I thought was always a cool cool thing thing as well. You know, my toughest experience back then was um, I went to a, a public grade school and a Catholic high school. And so I, um, I went to this Catholic high school, uh, maybe six miles away. And um, me and my brother, Michael, I'm a twin. Um, we didn't know anybody. And mm -hmm. everybody else there had come from one of three Catholic grade schools. So... I kind of had the opposite experience. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it was really tough um, becoming. You know, ninth grade's a tough year if you stutter, right? Yeah, you're going through discovery of yourself, who you are, and and what you're going to do, what you're going to going to not do, and so stuttering can really really hold you back. So, so your high school years were they uneventful with your stutter, I, or, or or was there stories yeah. there as well? There were, I wouldn't say that there were story, stories there because I guess, I guess like I was the kind who, I was, I was friends with all of the groups, the, the cool kids, the nerds, because I'm a nerd. So, so that's why I was friends with all the nerds, so, <laughs> but I was friends with all of the groups and stuff. So I think that, I think that everybody just, they weren't go, going to, to make, make, to make, like, make, to make, to make fun of it, but I have, but I have a rule like, I can joke joke about about it, and my close friends can, but don't ever cross the line. <laughs> sure. Yeah, like there's times where like where like I'll say like jokes like say like um like during our board meet, meet, meetings when somebody has to read a really long thing, I'll I'll just say oh I'm thankful I like I didn't have to read read that, and just so it's like. So I get the crowd like more uh, relaxed about, about about it. But that's how all my friends throughout high high school were. And then even when I went to college, I went to a school that I didn't know a soul. I didn't know a soul in Florida. Florida it was just it was only me. I went went there and I became friends with everybody there, and not one cared about that. But I remember whenever I would have to pre or, or present stuff. I would say like, because they would um, grade you on your cl clarity. And I was like, well, that's mm. not fair to me if you're gonna grade, grade me on my cl clarity. <laughs> Interesting, I, yeah, I, I have a college story. I, so I went to a, a, a college, St. Joe's University, but I'm mm -hmm. from New York. So I didn't know anybody either. And I was dropped off there and I immediately sort of as an opportunity to be, to have a new start. And uh, developed a lot of friends, but I, I remember one kid who was kind of a bully in college. You know, there aren't many bullies in college. They they start to, you know, not become bullies and do do their own thing. Mm -hmm. But this one kid said to me, "Why do you talk that way?" And it's it interesting. There was another buddy with me, and he like stood up for me. He said, "Dude, why are you going there? Why do you talk the way you talk?" So that was sort of an interesting um, event. Uh, uh, in life to know that, you know, it doesn't have to define you, your speech. Yeah. And, yep. and then, and then when you, so you went down to uh, Florida all by yourself yep. and did, <laughs> did you stay in Florida afterwards? After no, I, I, I actually, uh, came back here, but my goal was always to end up in Florida. I, I actually just, um, 
last year bought a house in Tam 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 again a Tampa because I like like I like like the area there, and it's yeah. such a nice nice the nice the nice area. And I have about as many friends as I have up here there too. So it's great to to because it because when I go there, I also feel like it's home. Wow. So you could maybe go down there and run for office. Is that, is that well, in the future? We'll see how things, we'll see how things uh, turn, turn, they turn out up here. I'm hoping to be, to be here, here for a long time, but uh, if, um, if things don't go as well as I hope, I might have to uh, run down there. <laughs> so, so it's, um, it's not a full-time job, this commissioner role. And uh, you, you also are the owner of the kettle restaurant. You're yes. a co-owner, um, yes. and uh, that that provides some opportunities to speak to people. Are you are you like uh, the maitre d there sometimes? I tell everybody I have for a, I have two of the be best jobs, but as a stutterer, I have two of the worst jobs because you have to talk to everybody every day, and um, and I think that's a cool cool thing at kind of like. I don't cook. I don't. I, if if I cook, the place would have been shut down years ago because that mm -hmm. because, because that wouldn't be 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 good. But I try to just um I I I I work work for the the best. I have the best. Like we have the best staff staff there, where they make the job so much easier easier to do and stuff. Well, so I, mean, I, I I always say that. Uh... As a person who stutters, the more you talk, uh, the better things are. Um, yeah. And so you may think that you have two of the worst jobs that you because you have to talk, but it's, it's actually making it more you and making it easier to talk because you never have to go through this sort of internal decision process: should I talk or shouldn't I talk? Should I talk? Or yeah. I the talk worst is draw. the worst. The worst is when the phone rings for somebody to do a, a to go to go or a, a to go order and um and i'll pick pick it up and stuff but um but but the worst is when they ask for us to explain some of the food that's on the special the the special board for for that week that's always one that's Real, 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 real tough because they want to know everything that is in it and stuff like that. And those are the calls that I dread. <laughs> but you do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I try to do it as rare as I can, as least amount <laughs> as I can. <laughs> well, so this this decision on careers, um, I'm, I'm interested in getting your opinion or your advice on um what you would want to say to people who are closing the door on a career because they stutter and uh, put it through what we would call the stuttering lens. Well, I can't do that one because I stutter. What do you want to say to them? I, I don't think you should ever rule out anything because you never know. Like you never know when you will run into some like, or, or uh, somebody that um, you have apply for a job and say it might not you, you like say that the place that you apply the per person who is is uh, the interview 
or do, doing an interview, they might have a connection with some somebody that's stutters and stuff. So they might be more more uh, laxed on what they will say back to you, or they might have an idea on what job you could do for 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 or for them as well. I think I think our whole world a lot of times is is like connections that we make and connections like like um like if you have like a friend who uh, like who who's scared of of this stuff i'm sure there's many people and stuff who are fear fearful of jobs but or fearful of all these in of all these interviews but the most important thing to do right before you say right before you go in your interview is to disclose close it because that's because that's the most um fair thing that you can do and and will actually calm you down and calm them down during the, during the interview i think get the end of ways out of the way mm -hmm. yeah yeah that makes that makes good sense um how, since you've been doing this so you're more in the public eye have you had uh parents of kids who stutter um other adults who stutter come to you and talk to you about it yeah, I I've actually had an, I've actually had a few, and um, th thankful to you and Joe for invite, inviting me to some of the things that you do. I was able to meet some kids there that I've always said if they ever need need anything to give me a call, and I'll be the first to help help them out. And I know that um that that you and Joe do a great great job too with all this stuff and. And I thank you for get, getting me involved in this. And I'd like to, 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 to uh, continue to get more involved as time well, goes yeah, on. Yeah, we, we have plans to get you more involved. For those listening, we're going we're gonna to do a, a springboard workshop on uh, Thursday, October 5th here in Ardmore. Um, more to come on that, but it's going to be a 4 o'clock until a 7 o'clock event and um, where we, we talk about... Um, springboard items that is springing to, to the next level goals obstacles and how to knock those obstacles down um what so how have you thought about how to use your platform your voice to um, maybe better educate the community on what it means to be a person who stutters because you you're doing a great job and it, it seems to me in changing the stigma associated with it that um, you can be a public voice, even if you stutter. Um, and it's not about um, how you say something. It's about what you say and what you stand for. Has, have, you, have you given thought to other ways you can use your position as a platform? I, I try, try that every day. I try to, on um, things online, I try to share, share as much. I try to talk to people as much as I can about this, but it's more like sharing stories stories and 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 um, people that inspire me that have not ever gave, gave they gave up and stuff like that. And that's um and 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 that's more of my plat platform is just to get get out there and to and and the show show people not to ever give up on this stuff and to and to uh continue to work hard at it and 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 make your voice voice heard like, like even though 
our voice might not be clear, but we still have we or we still have a voice. And even if you have to hear like, hear it twice, you like we are like we are deserving of being 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 heard. Well, I think you're you're leading that example every day, just by by being out there. And in my question is, what what's next for you? Will we see you in Congress? Uh, I always say um, we'll see how we get through with the next few few months, and then the next, and then my next term, and then we'll decide. Because I always think that um, in the political world, we see a lot of people that get stale or get too old when they're in office or Mm -hmm. stay too too long. I think it's important to not make it a full-time job and to uh, like, I've said that I want to only run for two terms for this job. And that's all I want. I don't want to run for more than that. And then we'll see if I, if, if I decide to run for high, high or uh, for higher office after that. But, but um, I'm always, I, you, you can't ever close the book on what that will, will, they will say, because we all have dreams and stuff and, my dream was always to go into the political world, and and um, I was able to do it for this term, and I hope for one one more term, and then after that, we'll we'll see. Well, you know, one of the things that I I like to do in a springboard uh, is to have a five year goal. I, I call it a primary aim. So a primary aim is you 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 put a day in a life out there five years from now. So August eleventh, twenty twenty eight, and you describe what's happening in that day. Um, boy, it would be sure nice if, if you're back on, on a podcast and, and uh, I'm talking to you as a, as a state legislator. Um, I could see that happening, Connor. <laughs> that, that is, that, like that, well, that could, that, like, that, that could, I've always uh, been asked to uh, run for, for uh, some higher office and, I think it's just important that that pe- people put themselves out like out there to to or uh, to run. Even if you lose, at least you did more than some some than uh, somebody else did. Holy <clears throat> well, we'll have you back again because I I'd like to um, track your career here and 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 see how you continue to evolve because you kind of so you so you're saying you're not sure what's next so let me ask you is is stuttering playing any factor in your decision as to what's next no nope i don't think that that will i i would like to in i think in um a year or so or in deciding on what um to do in the, the next chat chapter of careers and stuff because I don't think I'm going to be in the rest, res, the uh, rest, rest, restaurant world for or uh, forever. But um, I would like to get more involved in stuttering groups and may, maybe help out that with a job as well. Oh, we would love that. Well, uh, you know, we're accepting applications for the Noel Stuttering Foundation. Um, the pay's not great, but the the rewards are tremendous. <laughs> well. Then you uh, might be seeing my my name applying. <laughs> well, that's great. Hey, uh, I really want to thank you for taking time 
out of your busy day between the restaurant and commissioner work. And um, Connor, thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. And uh, until next time, I, I, I like to end podcasts like this. Uh, be bold and be brave because um, it looks like that's what Connor's done and uh, the rewards are huge. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Brian. Nolan Stuttering Foundations, or NSF's primary purpose is to bring young people who stutter together and help them become the best versions of themselves. We do this through programming design to help them share and navigate the unique communication and psychological challenge they experience. NSF helps prepare young people to take the next step in their lives, whether it's high school, college, or, or, or your, your career. For ideas and, and contributions to the podcast, contact us at info at nolansf.org.